righteousness which is through Jesus Christ. Paul's letter is the greatest theological development of this matter of the righteousness of God. We began speaking of it last time. Now I would like for us to read beginning verse 16 and through the end of chapter 1. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I just won't read it. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The righteous shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks. But they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own bodies the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Let's pray. Our Father, we come before Thee only because of the blood and righteousness of Jesus Christ our Lord. And in these last days we pray that there would be a fresh revelation of Thy righteousness. May your righteousness be revealed. And the power of God work upon men unto salvation. And help us as witnesses of thy righteousness. 
to understand this great foundation upon which we stand. Help us as we study your word together now by the Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. God is righteous. We have shared on this before. And it is four dimensional. When we say God is righteous, we mean, we mean first of all, He is all right. There's nothing wrong. Nothing broken. He is completely straight. He is always right, number two. Third, he does things right. And fourth, he makes things right. Our God is righteous. Man thinks he's righteous. But he only knows two dimensions. He thinks he does right. And he thinks he's always right. Because we're all self-righteous. You think you're always right. Sometimes you'll hear a ten-year-old child arguing with their parents because the child knows he's always right. In English, often we greet one another and we say, How are you? They say, All right. But there's no man that's all right. Except Jesus. But we think we do right. We think we always make the right decision. We take the path that seems right to man, but it ends in destruction. Paul wants to reveal the righteousness of God. Because only that can save us from self-destruction. So Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Now why does he say that? As Paul was ministering in Asia Minor, he heard more and more about what God was doing in Rome. You know, on the day of Pentecost, there were Jews and Gentiles who had been converted to Judaism from Rome, visiting in, in uh, Jerusalem. And on the day of Pentecost, they were saved. They went back to Rome, and the church God began to build His church in Rome. We don't know who went through there or who preached there, but these brothers and sisters who had visited Jerusalem went back and the church was born in Rome. They had tremendous life of Jesus in Rome. As our brother Christian tells us, they probably met on five of the seven hills of Rome in various homes. Paul's, some of Paul's best friends were Priscilla and Aquila, who used to live in Rome. And they got to meet many Romans, because if you look at the end of the book of Romans, Paul knows many, many people who were living in Rome. But Paul also knows something else. Because as an apostle, he realizes the importance of building the foundation of Jesus Christ and Him alone. And in these foundational matters, it's important to understand that we are made righteous by faith in Jesus Christ.
As the gospel was being preached by Paul and indeed in Rome, 当保罗在罗马传福音的时候 ，there were two opponents, two groups who were opposed to the gospel. 有两班的人是反对他的。They were ashamed of the gospel. 他们觉得为因着福音觉得羞耻。But Paul says, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel." 但是保罗说，我不以福音为耻。Because it, number one, it's the power of God, the salvation. 第一，它是神的大能，能够带进救恩。But number two, it yeah, reveals the righteousness of God. 它也显明了神的公义。From faith to faith. 从信到信实。You see that in verse seventeen. 第十七节。For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, "The righteous live by faith." So, in 神的义正在这福音上显明出来，这义是本于信，以至于信。Now, what do the Jews think of this gospel? 那犹太人对这个福音所感觉什么 ？They're against it. 对这个福音感觉什么？他们反对的。Paul says to the Jews, "It's a scandal." 保罗就对这个犹太人说：“的确，他们呃是一个呃争争议的事。” What does he mean? 他什么意思 ？The Jews had a whole system of a righteousness by works. 那这个犹太人他们总是有一个称义的一个系统。Law, laws to keep. 那要遵循哪一些律法 ？Sacrifices to make. 献哪一些祭 ？Feasts. To observe, 那要来这个呃呃参与哪一些的这个节气 ？Fasts to observe. 要怎么样去节呃节呃怎呃呃进食 ？It's a whole system. 是一个整个系统。Then Paul comes along and says, "You can be saved by faith in Jesus, and that no works." 保罗就说，你们可以信耶稣就得救，不需要靠着工作，不要靠着努力。Jews says this is shameful. 保这个犹太人说：“这个是可耻的。”“God's righteousness, we have to work for it.” 他说：“神的公义，我们需要用力去得着。” You're making righteousness cheap. 你好像把公义弄得很这个廉价一样。How can God justify people by faith and still be a just God? 神怎么有办法让人称义，然后才是成为这个公义的神呢 ？Now you know that, right? 你知道吧 the, ？The Jews represent all religious people. 犹太人代表所有的宗教的人。You know some religious people? 你认识一些有宗教信仰的人吗 ？Now how can you tell they're religious? 你怎么知道他是有他是很很有宗教信仰的 ？They're working, they're praying, they're doing things trying to get their salvation. 他们在那边祷告，他们在那边这个呃努力。Then you say, quit your work. 他你告诉他说你不用这样做了。Jesus did the work. 耶稣已经做完完成了工作。Then they say, "Okay, what do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" Then they say, "What do I have to do?" You become righteous by reading great books. 你要读这个希腊的文文书 ，like all of you going to university. 就像你们去上大学的 ，by understanding great things. 你要明白一些大事 ，by attaining to great wealth. 你们要得着许多的财富 ，and your gospel says that we are all dirty sinners. 然后你的福音说我们都是。这个肮脏的罪人吗 ？I we Greeks are proud people. 我们希腊人，我们是骄傲的人。Even today, huh? 就像今天也是啊。Nation is bankrupt. 这个国家已经没有钱了。They are proud people. 但是他们是骄傲的百姓。Now your gospel cuts across our pride. 然后你的福音就把我们的这个骄傲给打碎了。What a foolish gospel! 这是何等愚昧的福音。You have to be saved by the blood. 你要靠着宝血得救吗 ？A man has to die for me. 有一个人要为我死吗？ What man is better than me? 有什么人比我更好 ？So this is the Greek. 这就是希腊人。Does it sound like people you know even today? 你认识的人也是这样吗 ？Paul says, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel." 保罗说，我不以福音为耻。Because the Holy Spirit uses it to save man. 因为圣灵就用这个来救人。And in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. 然后你在里面就看见神的公义得着彰显。Now, last time we saw Paul's groundwork for his gospel. 那我们上一次看到保罗他为了福音设了根基 
First thing he talks about is general righteousness. There is a law of righteousness written in the heart of every man. Look at verse uh, chapter two, verse fourteen. For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these not having the law are a law to themselves in that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness. 他们虽然没有律法，自己就是自己的律法，这是显出律法的功用，刻在他们的心里，他们是非知心，同作见证，并且他们的思念互相啊较量。Brothers and sisters, this is very important to remember when you witness to somebody.弟兄姊妹，当你替向别人做见证的时候，that people already know there's right from wrong.你要知道说，每一个人都知道有对有错。There's a law written in their heart. Not just the Jews, all men. And even if they don't know the Ten Commandments, instinctively they try to do them. Now man, man lies and says, I don't think I have to do anything. But you can already tell they're guilty about it. Now Paul talked about this general righteousness that all men have. They not only know when they're guilty and wrong, but they know if they act rightly, they will receive blessings. And a man rises and falls based on this following this general righteousness. Was Job a Christian? No. But he was righteous. And God blessed him. God put a hedge about him and his family. And this is how God treats man. Even though we're sinners, and his hope is that this righteousness will give us a hunger to know the righteous one. If we look at Proverbs chapter 14, and we just mentioned this in passing last time, you know, nations rise and fall depending on righteousness. Solomon tells us very clearly in verse 34 of chapter 14. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Now we remember last week we mentioned about the United States. And I mentioned in passing Occupy Wall Street. Now whatever you think of Occupy Wall Street, it is a sign in the United States. That the United States is losing its foundation of righteousness. These are not righteous people saying we have worked hard and we have received nothing. These are unrighteous people saying you have wealth, we want some. We are entitled to your wealth. What does the law of righteousness in your heart tell you? If you work hard, you will receive wealth. No longer part of the United States. Everybody is entitled. 
We had a famous president, John Kennedy. When he became president, he said something that affected the whole young generation. Uh, in his presidential speech, 在他这个, 这个被, uh, he says, Ask the right question. 他说你问对的问题, Ask not what your country can do for you. 你不要问说你的国家可以为你效劳, Ask what you can do for your country. 你要问说你可以为你的国家做什么。And this started the whole movement of the Peace Corps. And people who went out around the world to help the poor uh, discover how to farm and all this kind of stuff. In one year, 200,000 college students left college, went abroad to help people in Africa. Now, 200,000 people left school and now they occupy Wall Street. I think you see the difference. Now we talked about this natural righteousness. Now we know we're wrong. Inwardly, we know we're sinners. But we don't know how to get saved. That's where man's religion comes along. And man's religion says you can be saved by works. You have to pay the gods a lot of money. Have to pay for witchcraft. You have to take your your most beautiful daughter and throw her down in the volcano. This is man's righteousness. Striving, striving. But he can't get saved. No matter how hard they try. No matter how religious they are. They can be Hindu. They can be Muslim. Followers of Confucius. Any kind of including Christians. So called Christians. Who are trying to work for their salvation. But they cannot. We are made righteous by faith. And this is what Paul is trying to show us. Now we come to today's uh, uh, verses in Romans chapter 1. We want to look at verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Now, do we want to see the righteousness of God? The first way man sees the righteousness of God is by seeing the wrath of God. Now last week we showed you an important verse that shows us a principle in Isaiah chapter 26. We just look at it for a moment again. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 9 and 10, At night my soul longs for you, indeed my spirit within me seeks you diligently. For when judgment is in the earth, the peoples of the world learn righteousness. When judgment comes on a nation or on a person, they suddenly realize 
the righteousness of God. Now notice verse 10. Though the wicked is shown favor, he does not learn righteousness. That means when God just shows grace to people, they don't learn righteousness. Why? When God blesses you, you should say, Oh God, thank you. But we don't. You say, Oh, Dana, thank me. I did good work. I am the best. That's why I'm blessed. So I don't learn God's righteousness. So God has to take away my wealth. Then I say, Whoa, it's me. God says, Now. Now you learn righteousness. Now you see back in Romans chapter 1. Now man, uh, uh, when he sees the righteousness of God, it sees it first in the form of wrath. This means God's anger. Now why is God angry? Listen. Listen to the unrighteousness of man. Men, at the end of verse 18, hold the truth in unrighteousness. My version said they suppress the truth. That's unrighteous. Man knows the truth, but he suppresses. The truth. He hides the truth. He denies the truth. And what is it that he denies? It's the very moment of realizing God is our Creator. Men deny that. Now listen, verse 19. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God has made it evident to them. Now, brothers and sisters, it's important to know that God's word is true. This word says every man and woman can see God. Inside of them. How? Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. Now it's so important for us to understand this. In the DNA of creation, is the revelation of God. When you look at creation, you see the glory of God. You see it within you. It's instinctive. The creation manifests the glory of God. Last time we spoke, we mentioned the famous philosopher, Immanuel Kant. He was devising an ethical system without God. But even he said, two things strike awe in my heart. The starry heaven, Joseph. And the law in my heart. How did that law get there? He says, I can't answer. He's trying to be secular man. 
but he also feels awe in his heart when he sees the starry heavens。但是当他看见这个天上的充满星星的天空，他就觉得非常奇奇妙。Every man can see God in creation。所以每一个人都能在创造里看见神。God's word is true, and every man is a liar。神的话是真实的，每一个人都是说谎的。Only the fool。says there is no God. And that's he's a fool not because he's stupid. It's because he's in denial of the truth. He sees the truth and denies the truth. This isn't philosophical, this is instinctive. There was a famous scientist, William Paley, who in the early 19th century came up with an illustration. He said, let's just say a man is walking down the beach and he finds a watch. Now, this isn't this kind of watch. This is a pocket watch. And he picks it up. And he looks at it. It's not like a stone. It's going... He sees little dials going around. One dial goes around every minute. One dial goes moves every hour. He looks at it, he says, he says, this is amazing design. I don't know who, who designed this. But there's a designer. And so it is with our creation. Look at it. It's design. We don't some people don't know who designed it. Somebody designed it. We know in our hearts it's God. Now what is unrighteous? Man knows it. But refuses to acknowledge. So look at what he says. For even though they knew God. Now do you hear this? They knew God. And we'll have to talk about that in a minute. Where did they know God? In their heart. Even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give Him thanks. Now, let's just stop right there. Let's talk about righteousness. It is always right to respect and give thanks to your Creator. Children owe honor and thanks to their parents. They created you. They cared for you. They fed you. They protected you. They blessed you. They taught you. It is righteous to honor and give thanks. This is one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and mother. They are your creator. That's the right thing to do. If you're a Christian young person here, and you dishonor your parents, it's unrighteous. It's not right. Because this is always right. We have been created by God. Our duty is to honor and give Him thanks. When we get to heaven, we will be spared the judgment because of Jesus Christ. But many will come before the great throne of judgment. 
Bible. And there will be three questions asked. What did you do with Jesus Christ? That's how they get in. Or get rejected. Second question. What did you do with your Creator? Did you honor Him? Did you bow down to Him? Did you thank Him every day? This is right. Third question. What did you do with the Holy Spirit? When you when he convicted you, did you blaspheme him? Or did you agree with him? You will be judged by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So now thank God we Christians we've been saved by grace. What is our life now? We are created for His pleasure. We bow the knee every day give Him honor and thanks. Every day always give thanks to your Creator if you lose your health, your son, your daughter, your wealth, give thanks to your Creator. You came into this world with nothing, and you're going out with the treasure of His Son. Now this is righteousness. But look what man has done. Unwilling. Who? Who? What God? Imagine a human being. Say, who? What God? If there's no God, then you are the greatest person in this earth. Ah, I like that. So I suppress the truth. Every time the truth hits my heart, I said, no, 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 not true, not true. And why is this? Brothers and sisters, there's no way to righteousness except through faith in Jesus Christ and His precious blood. We are in the process of dying. Look at verse 32. And although they knew the ordinance of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death. The wages of sin is death. Adam, this matter goes all the way back to the beginning. God said to Adam and Eve, In the day you eat the forbidden fruit, you will surely die. And Adam ate the fruit and lived 900 and something more years. No, he didn't. His body, his soul, lived 900 and so many years. His spirit died. Man is a body, soul, and spirit. With spirit, we commune with God, we worship God. Without our spirit, our conscience abides. And when that spirit dies, it gets disconnected from God. It's like we chop the root under the tree. That was our source of life. That was the tree of life. And so what happens is, as our spirit goes dark, Stage two, our heart goes dark. Let's read. Verse 
chapter one of Romans. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now you and I know how important the heart is. If you believe in your heart, Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. The heart is deep within you. It's in your soul. But it touches your spirit. It's the connection of your spirit and your soul to God. But when your spirit dies through sin, your heart grows darker and darker. Your conscience gets less and less. If you want to study this, look what happened to Cain when he killed his brother. When God pronounced his judgment, Cain's conscience was still very sensitive. He says, I cannot bear this judgment. Now check, 10 verses later, Genesis chapter 4 verse 23, and now six generations later after Cain. Okay, we should look it up because everybody's looking anyway. I try to do it as fast, but I I like it too. Now this is what uh, Cain's relative, six generations later, says in verse 23. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Listen to my voice, you wives of Lamech. Give heed to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Well, that's a long poem in Chinese. Uh, now listen, Cain had such a, a, a sensitive conscience. Lamek, he had no conscience. I killed a man, I'll kill 77 more. Man's heart is darkening, his conscience is dimming. Until Genesis 6 and the flood. And God looked at man and his heart was completely dark and his ways were continually evil. His soul was dying. It starts with the spirit. And then the soul begins to die. And after the flood, what happened? Suddenly, man who used to live 900 and something years is only living 600, 200, and by the time of Moses, 80 years. So, 之前人是活九百年和两百年一百年，到摩西的时代八十年。We are dying. 我们在死去的过程。Because we're sinners. 因为我们是罪人。Because we're cut off from the life of God in our spirit. 因为我们在灵里跟神的生命隔绝了。So our souls are dying. our bodies are dying. Thank God when we get quickened. Born again by the Spirit. Even old people. Even though our mortal body is decaying, our spirit is being renewed every day. We're in a strange paradox. Bodies going down, spirits getting younger. You found righteousness through Jesus Christ. The only way to salvation. And so, 
Here we see that God looks on His creation. And he sees in man his heart has been dark. And so what do we see? Verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of an incorruptible God for an image of the corruptible man, birds, four-fitted animals and creatures. Alright, well, listen to this. Professing to be wise, they became fools. The Bible says the foolishness of God is wiser than man. And the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. Now I want you to take the smartest person you know, full of wisdom. And why does God call him foolish? What is it that made Solomon foolish? He was such a wise man. When he had the fear of Jehovah. But when he looked at everything under the sun, he became foolish. Man thinks he's very smart. He only can see things on this earth. He thinks this is all there is to life. This is so foolish. This life is a heartbeat. And then we spend eternity. In another realm. Oh, righteousness demands we think of things beyond today. Professing to be wise, he became a fool. And then he said, I have to worship something. Let's see. There's a famous man. He's Caesar. Very powerful. Oh, Caesar, you're my God. We look around for something powerful. Out in Hawaii, they see a, uh, what do you call it? Volcano. They say, oh, volcano, you're my God. Down in Egypt, they see the Nile River. The waters come in from the sea. Or down from the mountain. Oh, the water is my God. We start worshiping creatures. Elephants, monkeys. And the worst of all creatures, man. What foolishness. And so God had to reveal his wrath. This is very interesting. How does God reveal his wrath? Do you see a big fist come down from heaven and he goes boom? You know, sometimes your mom and dad get mad at you and you try to run away because you know they're coming, they're going to get you. Of course, that's when I was growing up. Now nobody touches anybody. Now everybody's in trouble. What? How does God reveal His wrath? It's the strangest thing. He says it three times. Verse 24. Therefore, God gave them up. Verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up. Verse 28. And just as they didn't see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them up. This is how God reveals His wrath. He gives them up. You say, what? What kind of wrath is that? It's righteous wrath. 
You know, God is righteous. Everything He does is righteous. And the first thing is, well, let, me, let me explain. Oh, foolish man. We have been hedged about by God's mercy. Even though we're foolish and sinful, He has pity upon us like He did the city of Nineveh. He causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust alike because he's merciful. When you were a little child, he had an angel keep you from falling into something. You know how much God loves man? He cares even for the sinner. But when the sinner says, God, I do not want you, here's the wrath. God says, okay. Okay. He takes off his protection. Takes off his covering. And he says, "Okay." Now, why is this righteous? Let me explain. Number one, God respects the free will of every man. If you don't want God, he has to respect that. Even though he knows you will face the consequences, for the wages of sin is death. Second, it would be unfair, unrighteous, for this powerful God to fight against a puny man. Now sometimes a man says, Okay, God, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. There's a Broadway play that was written 25 years ago. You know the title? Your arms are too short to box with God. Who can fight God? It would be unrighteous for God to say, Okay, you sinner, boosh. That's not righteous. If he wants to wrestle with you, he sends an angel. That'll take care of it. Or maybe your wife. He doesn't have to do it himself. But the third thing is, he knows that his laws of righteousness are always working. The laws of righteousness are fair. They're impartial. So if a man wants to do evil, he will face the terrible consequences. God doesn't have to do anything. What He wants to do is save you from this path of destruction. But if you say no, God says, okay. When that happens, man gets into trouble. We don't know how many things we have been kept from by the merciful hand of God. One day in heaven we'll see that our Creator has taken care of us since the inception in the womb and all the way through our earthly life. And so what do we see when God gives up? We see a terrible Downward cycle of man toward death. Look at the first few verses. 24 and 25. First stage of the downward cycle. 
Therefore God gave them over in the lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among men. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped the creature rather than the creator. What's the first thing that happens? When your heart gets dark because of sin. You forget who you are. You're created to be man. This is a noble creature. But you become an animal. Instead of being driven by reason, instead of being in control of your will, your heart is filled with lust. And you start running after things. Because you've forgotten who you are. Man doesn't isn't mastered by anything. Man is to be the master. Most people today are addicted to sin. The image of God has been lost. This man falls so far short of the glory of God. They no longer know who they are. And then they go to biology class. And they hear, you're just an animal. You have animal urges. You satisfy urges. You're like an animal. You cannot be married one person. Oh, anywhere you get urge. Heart gets dark. When it gets dark, it fills up with something. What does it say? It fills with lusts. Money, power, immorality, whatever. Verse 26, the second fall. For this reason, God gave them over to the degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And men also burned with, for one another with men. 因此神任凭他们放纵可羞耻的情欲他们的女人把顺性的用处用处男人也是如此弃了女人顺性的用处用处却火攻心欲火攻心彼此贪变男和男行可羞耻的事那 you see first man becomes full of lust himself 开始是人先自己充满了情欲。And then a righteous society begins to fall apart. 然后一个公义的社会也就是解体了。Society is built on family, marriage,是按照根据家庭、faithfulness,婚姻、信实,caring for your children,彼此照顾儿女。But when we become degraded, our society is broken. Our gender roles are broken. What is a man? What is a woman? And women desire women and men desire men. Why? Because don't you understand? Once sexuality has been perverted by lust in your heart. After a while, the normal immorality is not enough. There must be perversion. So in New York City today, Thousands of young people addicted to pornography. 
上千的人就是被这个呃呃呃色色情所这个抓住。It starts with just immoral things. 从开始好像只是好像一些呃不不正当的一些事情。Then it becomes perverted. 然后就开始变态的形状出来了。You know they even have movies today. 你知道今天有电影。Where acts of immorality are committed on the movie, 所以就不义的事情在电影里行出来。And then, 然后呢 ？On the movie, life, they kill the person. 然后在这个电影里，他们就把那个人给杀了。Such a terrible. 真的把那个人演员给杀了。The person dies. 那个人就死掉了。Not play. 这个不是不是玩的。They pay a lot of money to see these movies. 他们花很多钱去看这些电影。Of course, you know that sexuality is one of the great gifts that God has given to humankind. 你知道这个神所创造的这个男女的关系是是非常珍珍贵的。But the enemy attacks it. 但是撒旦却攻击它。Makes it a dark thing. 就把它好像变成一个污秽的事情。Makes it a guilty thing. 好像你做是一个非让你这个有这个呃心理责备你的。Makes it a secret thing. 好像是一个秘密的事情。And society is destroyed. You know history. You know history. Empires have been destroyed. You know history. When these loves became perverted. Then finally, verse twenty-eight. The last step down. Now we have to read this properly. Now we have to read this properly. My version says, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, but it says, it actually says, when people no longer want God in their knowledge. So, 意思就是说，当人已经不愿意就认识神的时候。Understand? I don't want God in my mind. 我不要神在我的脑海里。I'm now completely secular. I am atheist. I am agnostic. Don't even talk about God. He's no longer in my knowledge. Now what happens there? Look at the list. All kinds of sin. They are going down and down because, as it says, God gave them over, verse twenty-eight, to a depraved mind. So, God allowed them to indulge in what kind of mind? What does that mean? Depraved mind. Depraved mind. What does that mean? Depraved mind. What does that mean? It means you are no longer a victim. You are now actively pursuing evil. So, depraved mind means you are no longer a victim. 呃，被动的人，你是主动的去追求邪恶的事。Now you are trying to be rebellious. Now you are trying to steal. Now you are trying to lie. 所以你故意的去那边偷窃，你故意的去那边杀人，你故意的去做一些邪恶的事情。And see what it says at the end of verse thirty-two. 所以最后三十二节最最末了。And although they know the ordinance of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death. They not only do the same, but they also give hearty approval to those who practice them. 他们虽知道神判定行这样事的人当死的，然而他们不但自己去行，还喜欢别人去行。These people in the end, 这些人最后 they become promoters of evil. 他们就在那边啊，这个呃散发这个邪恶。Promoters of satanic things, 散发这个属撒旦的事 And in the end, 然后最后呢 Promoters of the antichrist, 然后他们就带进了敌基督 Depraved mind, 这个这个变态的 Depraved mind does not think like a normal mind. 变态的心态不是像一个一般正常的人想 Depraved mind only thinks. 变态的心思就是 of destruction, 就想毁坏 of rebellion, 就是叛叛逆 Whatever it takes to destroy around, 只要毁坏周围边的事都可以 This is what happens. 这就发生这样的事情 We see all over this world today. 你就看见在这世界上的确有许多这样子的事 God has let go. 
And people are falling deeper and deeper toward death. This is why we need to preach the gospel that reveals the righteousness of God. What can set the United States back into righteousness? What can set the EU back into righteousness? These were righteous people. But look at the darkness now. We can blame each other all day long. Only God can make right what has gone wrong. Something must happen in the heart. God's righteousness must once again be seen. And that's why we thank God for Jesus Christ who came as our righteousness. The Bible says that Jesus Christ has been made our righteousness. We wear the robes of righteousness because of the blood of Jesus. He is the only way to righteousness. Any other road leads slowly into darkness. But you know the light. You know the truth. I am not ashamed of the gospel. It's important to share the truth. Because people are dying. We don't say a word to them. We only see things getting worse and worse. God has a wonderful righteous plan. Part of the plan is those that he's been made righteous by grace be those that declare the righteousness of God to the world. Oh, we need great mercy and grace in these days. People don't know their left foot from their right. Only we can shine the light of Jesus into their life. One day, His righteousness will fill the land. And when the righteous one comes, we will live in a kingdom of righteousness. Won't that be wonderful? May the day come soon. Let's be faithful in this day. Let's have a few prayers. Thank you.